Hey guys, and welcome back to the Infinite Adventures podcast. Now, this is a little bit of a weird start. As you can see, um, it's just me, not, not anyone else. Uh, boy running solo this time. And that's sadly because I have a, a little bit of bad news, and that is that uh, there is an issue with uh, recording this last episode, or this episode right now. And um, long story short, we actually lost uh, all the audio for uh, for Dawn, and uh, which really, really sucked. Typically, when stuff like this happens, we find a way to fix it and uh, edit around these situations. Because uh, there's been multiple times where we've lost audio for other players, or even just like during like, certain moments, or sometimes there's been moments we have lost all the audio. But we somehow always find a way to play around that. Uh, I want to say we do a pretty good job because I don't think y'all have ever noticed whenever we have to kind of, uh, we like to say, redub over uh, certain moments and, and stuff like that. But sadly, we were not able to do that same fix for this episode. Mostly because... Um, I didn't know we lost his audio until, um, uh, it's a very, very, very last minute. And I did not want to get an episode out, uh, super late. Uh, you know, you always try to get our episodes out on Thursdays or Fridays. And, uh, and I, I didn't want to miss an upload. So, we just didn't have any time to fix that issue anymore. So we decided as um, kind of as a group to have this be more of a recap episode. We I still have the audio for John, uh, my audio, of course, Vivs and Justin. And so I kind of played around with that a little bit again. So it's not going to be your standard episode. It's really going to be me just recapping what happened. And I'll I'll sprinkle in some audios from the actual podcast so you won't miss out on any um, important, amazing jokes that we make. Because, you know, that is why you come here for it. Not for the actual playing of Pathfinders, but for our amazing puns and jokes. As you can see from our last episode. I guess, it's, yeah, I think it was the Miyakium pun episode. Where we spent mostly all our free time not planning out for the battle, but planning on what pun to say next. So, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna jump right into it, because, usually, you know, we better start off the episode with a recap. I'll go ahead and, and I'll go ahead and play that. I can listen to the quick little recap, and then we'll all probably jump back in after that. So, here we go. Take it away, past David, I guess. That's weird. <sighs> Things you don't want to hear. Uh, friends say. Uh, okay. So, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Last session, uh, y'all got almost, uh, killed by a book nerd. I hope y'all feel happy about that. Um. Uh, we're about to get killed by another book nerd. <laughs> the, half the, everybody in this goddamn group is a book nerd. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the, no, well, no, I think is not a book nerd. We, we already said that he only reads picture books. Uh, um, Assad, the know. muscle of it the just... party, almost got beat up by a book nerd. To be fair, it was just a, a giant sentient, semi-sentient muscle. That's not that's not what's gonna be written in the history books. <laughs> no, what's gonna be written in the history books is that it broke through a two-inch stone wall. <laughs> that's the more impressive thing. Yeah. As he did, he yelled out, "Oh yeah." Okay, but you realize that there's actually a feat for that? There is a feat to for Kool-Aid Manning through a wall. I I don't believe you, but at the same time, I believe you. I do believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what happened last session. There is a um nothing nothing else pretty much. It was just a continuation of the previous session of uh, of Nestle. Uh, exploring the first, second, uh, well, not really the first. The first already ha uh, was already uh, um, 
look through with uh, Anya. But the second and third floor of, of the facility, um, after that, y'all came down, uh, uh, Nestle came down, and y'all made the, um, the decision of, uh, of taking him out. Yeah, we're supposed to kill him, but, just to, yeah, but Assad's attempt of knocking him out with a knockout blow, or knockout punch, uh, didn't quite work, uh, you know, because he is a, he is immune to being knocked unconscious, being a construct and all that. But at least the good thing is, the good thing is, you didn't, you haven't killed, uh, Mr. Mun. Um, so you're safe from, uh, Balor's wrath and fury. But that still poses a question. Um, where is Miyaki and Mun? Uh, is he is he in the second floor, uh, or is he somewhere else in this facility? But uh, that is also another yeah. question. Is he even in this reality? I don't like this. This is like where's Waldo? <laughs> can, can I point out one <laughs> thing real quick? Viv made a very good point. She posted in the chat: stunning eruption, which is the Kool Aid Man. When you smash your way into a room, you gain more than just the element of surprise. <laughs> Before starting a combat, you can attempt to break through a door, window, or wall to enter a room. The one <laughs> that is so specific. If you succeed, the violence of your arrival is so great that all characters within 20 feet of your entry point must succeed at a fortitude saving throw, DC 10 plus your base attack bonus, or be stunned instead of acting in a surprise round, if there is one, plus one round thereafter. Characters who succeed at the save are instead shaken for 1d4 rounds. Mm. I oh, like the, that the, the, since it's a fortitude save, it's the mere shockwave <laughs> from being blasted that makes the save. It's not a will thing. It's not a reflex thing. It's just the shockwave went through their body. This is post-shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised. Not Okay, I'm, I'm semi-surprised. That that is not something uh, John has uh, given Assad for uh, Assad, uh, but at the same time, not super surprising since you don't tend to bust through doors, but yet you tend to notify everyone by knocking on them. So <laughs> that that will defeat the purpose of that of that feat. Um, you know, we have to be a gentleman before we fight them. Look, don't <laughs> yes. for creating... Look, you must be a gentleman before massacring <laughs> everyone in the room. I got you. Exactly. It's like politely saying hello, friendo, before you kill anybody. <laughs> hello, pal. <laughs> hey, pal, old buddy, old friend. I got you a gift. <laughs> he just stabs him in the chest. I give you the gift of death. I don't want this. Can I return this? Oh, yeah, you can uh, negotiate that with uh, Phrasma if you want. Uh, Do you have a gift receipt for this? Sorry. Well, there is no gift receipt. I'm sorry. Okay, so with the intro out of the way, and also finding out how to best create the Coolie Man on this adventure, uh, the group do spend like another 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes talking about other concepts for their backup characters, which, again, had no reason to uh, just decided to uh, waste some time talking about stuff like that the party does continue forward with uh, at least trying to come up with some plans on how to best approach this first floor specifically the elevator which they quickly abandoned they spent so much time which I had to cut out all the time they spent talking about this elevator which they just quickly abandoned but, but yeah that's what they do. They come up with a plan. Don't go through them. But, uh... Okay, yeah, let's just go ahead and, and keep going. Uh, the game is yours. Uh, like I said, uh, there's the staircase that leads up to the second and what will lead up to the third floor as well. And you also have the elevator at the very bottom corner of this room that leads downstairs. Other than that, uh... Uh, that's pretty much your options there. You can just leave if y'all want as as well, but I don't know. That's always been an option, David. <laughs> I, I don't know why y'all would. <laughs> I mean, you are... Mm -hmm. 
I have an idea. How about this is not, this is non-canon. How about we leave now and uh, uh, go have a picnic? I think that sounds like a grand idea. I don't know. Maybe kill some giants. That'd be fun. Let's do, let's play a different adventure path. <laughs> hey, Danny, do you have to have Giant Slayer available? Let's just go kill some giants. Let's go Giant Slayer book one right now at our, with level uh, level nine characters. <laughs> What's next? Well, whatever is up there is going to come down here soon. Yeah, where's that elevator? Is, oh, is it? I assume it's this not square. The elevator. This is. Elevator yeah, way. I figured. Should I go in or? The elevator. Yeah. Well, I, we know that there's people, there are things upstairs, so. Alright, I'm gonna try and disable the elevator. Or whatever this thing is called. I think it's called an elevator. Is it called an elevator? I think we were explicitly told that this is an elevator. I thought I was a dumb waiter or something. Alright. What is the proper term for this? 49 engineers? <laughs> <laughs> is it a dumb waiter or an elevator? Well, this right here is what you call a cable-assisted, hydraulic-cylinder-assisted, uh, the uh, uh, counterweight, uh, pump-hydraulic-jack-powered elevator. I'm just using a bunch of buzzwords. The, the Mark III model so designed by... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mark III model designed by gnomish artificers. <laughs> the fuck... Several types of elevators exist, such as the chain and bucket elevator, grain <laughs> oh, no. screw conveyors, <laughs> oh, no. what have I done? screws, or the chain and paddles or forks of hay elevators. Hay elevator is an elevator that uses hauls that hauls bales of hay or straw up to a hayloft. Okay, I don't know what kind of elevator this is, but apparently elevators have existed for a very long okay. fucking time. This is a, just a standard. Uh, your standard levered ele elevator, you just walk in, you pull the lever, and as you continue to pull it, it will take you either up or down. Oh, it's just an elevator. This kind of elevator? <laughs> are, are we serious here? Are, 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 this is how desperate we are <laughs> in trying to figure out what kind of elevator there is. It's an I elevator. Need know, I need to know the accuracy of this elevator, David. There is a lever in this small little room. That you grab with your hand and then you'll pull up or down, depending on which direction you pull it or push it to. The elevator will then activate the gears, and the gears hmm. will, will pull ropes, either pulling you up or uh, untightening and pulling you down. I'm gonna disable the elevator somehow. Good luck. Try blindness and oh well no oh fuck. Well, I, I mean, I, I could get. A, I mean, we joke. could just get Andres to destroy it completely. Uh, Seventeen on trying to say, uh, stop it from working. Uh, you have no clue if you stopped it or not. Are there any um? I gotta stop doing any character. Are there any open exposed gears in the elevator? Only, only a lever. Oh, uh, okay. You know how elevators have like a like a like a um, what do you call it? Like that space between the between the floors, you know what I mean? Yes. How thin is that? Is that? Uh, it is, is that, uh... very difficult to even try to see through it. It is a tight. Okay, it's very tight. Well, there goes my uh, plan of jamming the dead body in there. You know. Uh... To be fair, it's just skin. Well, um, it seems like uh, it's gonna have to go all the way down. So, uh, best way for us is just to go up, and then deal with it accordingly. Going down when we get to the top. Yeah, when we get to the top. Okay. Uh, before Asad walks up, Nestle says, Hey Asad, uh, watch out for the paintings. Actually, everybody watch out for the paintings. I would say, if you want to completely avoid them, you would have to go up here with your eyes closed. I can do that. That's, that sounds like a doable thing. <laughs> I'll go after you. Uh, I, need you. I basically need to hold somebody's hand to go up there to at least kind of know where I'm going. Well, what's the worst that could happen, right? <laughs> uh. So, like I said, as the party creates or settles on some plans that they uh, quickly forget about or don't even um, go for, I guess, um, the party quickly decides to forget about the fact that they're in an alchemist home uh, again. In an alchemist home, alchemists which are known for creating things like maybe like 
potions or extracts, vials, stuff like that. They, they completely forget that they're in a alchemist home. Ignore the first floor. No perception checks or anything. No, no, no looting of any sort. And they continue to the second floor, where they know awaits them another Mackie and Mun. And so that's what they do. They go up, and we are left with the funny, truly funny, last words of Nesso. At, as he says, what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, if he only knew. If he only knew what awaited them. Let's follow them. I don't know who is coming up here with their eyes closed, but Asadi said, you did, you see nothing. Yeah, that's all going, all is going according to plan. Oh, he sees <clears throat> nothing? Oh, no. Uh, Nestle, you're going up there with your eyes open. Uh, you see an empty room. My eyes are also open. Oh, guys, guys, you can have your eyes open. Uh, you know, I'm gonna just cling on to the side of this door here. You guys can look without me for right now. Okay, everyone, uh, okay, everyone that walks up to this, to this, uh, floor... Move yourself to where you would be. I am bringing up the rear, so... I would be right next to Asad. I wouldn't have it any other way. So, as as you start creeping up to here, you know, not stealthily, but silently, um, Asad, you get to this uh, portion of the room, of the staircase, and you hear, You damn intruders, you will die! And from hiding from behind the little staircase, you see Mun jump out. Oh, oh, shit, like right next to me. <laughs> yeah, I never tried being reasonable, technically. Oh, I opened my eyes. Oh, he was right next to us. Jeez. He was tucked away down in this little corner. And he wasn't being reasonable either, so. Yeah, but I mean, it's his home. Does he have to be reasonable? Listen, if you tell us, come back the next day. And we come back the next day. Look, David, as, as adventurers, castle doctrine applies to us all the time in every place. I don't care if I'm in someone else's house. I have the right to defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, surprise round. Uh, total. Okay. So to hit, it will be a... A 37, 38, 38. Yeah, that's, that'll be it. That'll be a hit. Good, sir. Okay. Total damage will be. Damage will be 26 points of damage. I'm sorry, 26 how points of damage. Oh, it's going to be one of these. Days. As he yeah, okay. hits you right in the back of your head. He yells out, No one gave you permission to trespass into my home. For that, you will die. Everyone roll for initiative. You better hope he doesn't go first. He probably will without shitty rolls here. Because that will be another attack against your touch AC. Yeah, I kind of figured. What is he doing to us? Anyways? He's just punching the hell out of you. Oh, so he's a, he is a he is a strong boy. Okay. Two attacks against your touch AC. Um, as he continue continue to just, um, I was gonna be uh, a a little bit appropriate and say uh something about fists, but I'm just gonna say he punches you. Um. Oh uh, yeah, that's fine. He double fists. <laughs> I got it. Just like Captain Kirk. <laughs> uh, first attack. Um, it most definitely will be a hit. 19 points of damage. As he, cl Ooh, as he clocks you right in the neck. Okay. And then... Uh, one more. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure this will be a hit. But, tw yeah, 27. Yeah, that's also a hit. 
24 points of damage. Hmm. Oh, jeez. Uh, guys, I am almost down already as we speak. And this one, he goes for a kidney shot. Bam! Um, which those can be very dangerous. Yeah, I know. I just pissed myself. <laughs> um, but look at the bright side. You go next. So, initiative. So, initiative order is Mun first, Asad second, Anya third, Nessel fourth, and Zal last. So, after combat started and Asad was dealt this massive damage uh, thanks to a surprise round and Mum actually rolling the highest initiative in unleashing two more attacks on Asad. Um, he takes his turn to try his his old reliable knockout punch uh, in hopes that this is the real Mun and things play out a little bit more different than they did in the first floor. I'm scared. I'm like legit scared. I'm legit terrified. This is the first time I've ever met a foe like ever I have ever actually felt threatened by. You know what I mean? Okay, you know what I mean? Like, specifically to me. Like, any other villain we've ever fought, like, I know we can deal with it because, like, I know that y'all can do something about it. But, like, I don't know how you're going to deal with this guy is the thing. So, like, I have to do this. I'm going to... I have a David point, right? Uh, you do. Next to my name, I got... I do. I'm going to use this. I am going to try to knock him out. <laughs> nice. I rolled the same number twice because, of course, I okay. did. That is a hit. Oh, max damage, that's good. 13 damage, and then 2 bleed. 19. DC 19. DC 19? Fortitude. Okay, mm -hmm. he does not go down. Of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. So, after seeing that the knockout punch did not work the way uh, Asad wanted it to, they realized that something is wrong again. Something's not quite right. So, Asad goes for another punch... Sadly, that one misses, and the turn goes over to Dawn, which, um, or Anya, who spends her round uh, buffing up. Uh, she takes, I think, was a haste potion. Um, most of their effects had already worn off from the first battle, so they're just re uh, reapplying certain ones back on. Uh, Nestle also does the same thing, but I think takes a potion of shield, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Zal. Saul decides to go with his signature move, I guess, because it, it's just an old reliable, and he goes for slow, which uh, I guess the reason it becomes it has now become his signature move because it always works, and um, yeah, it works again here, and uh, this Machiamun is pretty much is put in a big handicap. Uh, because he is he is successfully slowed. Uh, Zal then ends his turn with um, drawing a wand of cure lights, if I'm not mistaken, and that pretty much wraps up round one. Uh, round two starts up again uh, since Assad never moved. Mun goes out and attacks again. Sadly, for me, not with two attacks. But he still is he still manages to get one good attack out. Okay. So uh, John, I will say, uh Viv maybe maybe saved you here. Because I don't I can't unless I roll a natural twenty, I don't have enough damage to put you down. That's nice. So, at least you won't die this turn. Not today, bitch. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, let's see. Uh, it is Mr. Mum's turn, and I'm gonna lay out uh, a punch right uh, between your eyes. See if he can knock you out. Not actually trying to knock you out, but... Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Not a 20, but it is a hit. Yeah, if it's against my touch, it's definitely... Uh, it's not against your touch. 
but it's it's it, i mean i can get you, i can give you the number it'll be a a uh 42 <clears throat> no wait 41 41 15 points of damage i have one health point mm. that is not good Mm-mm. okay well and, at least you're uh, alive and not you know down takes a uh five foot step so after taking that dangerously massive damage for sod he takes his turn to take at least one good swing at Mun, but fails does not make contact and you know not trying to get any more danger he uh he takes his five foot step back no more than that because again afraid of of you know getting attacked for opportunity he's very low and he ends his turn with that uh next we move on to anya who decides to join in the fight by loading uh three bombs thanks to the haste uh extract she took and um and yeah i'll just say this is where things start turning for the worst as she tosses the three bombs and only hits with one uh okay uh confirm the fumble and both of them are misses okay uh not a confirmed fumble you can you can kill or you can put down a sod just poke him if you just poke him and he falls over he dies it's a sod like a horse that sorry it's not going to heal <laughs> Uh, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. It's only it's only two reflex save. You actually hit with the other bomb. Twenty nine. Nineteen. Yeah. How much damage am I taking? Yeah, doesn't I said splash damage just minimum? Assad can die. Excuse me. Assad, you can die here. You're taking six points of damage. Okay. You're down. I'm gonna get a five. You get. Uh, and then you're gonna take. If you fail this next reflex save, you die. We got anyone got some David points you want to offer up here? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, what is your con, John? Uh, my con is 18. 18? Then it can't kill him. He'll take 12 points of damage if he doesn't pass it. Yeah, he'll go to negative 17. He'll be alive until his next turn. Oh, okay. Do you still want to... Okay, do y'all still want to <laughs> yes, use... Yes, I, I still want to give him one. So how many chances am I getting? You're Just getting... One? You I get two roll. rolls, John. I'm, I should roll them now? Yes, or it is. No, you, yeah, you, you're, you're taking okay. that damage, so... Okay, 17. That's a fail. Roll again. 29. So 29. you take six points of damage. All right, that's... That's not too bad, not too bad. I'm only at negative 11. Man, I won't even be able to heal you out of negatives. So it's, it's a wand of cure light wounds. It's like 1d8 plus 1. How does it feel like to no longer be in the dreamland? <laughs> oh, that has consequence and I don't like it. Hey, John. If I've you don't mind playing two goblins in a row, I have a backup character for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually really tempting. Uh, out of character, uh, the backup character is technically a goblin also. <laughs> so, after that dangerous turn that just happened thanks to Anya, uh, Nestle decides to uh, take a step up towards um, Mr. Munn. And, uh, sadly, after being the one to warn everyone about, uh, being careful about the paintings and trying not to get too close to the paintings and all that great, great stuff, uh, Nestle gets too close to a painting and activates one. And sadly, he also fails the save. As you're, as you're getting ready to take your turn... You start to notice that the painting behind um, Mun depicts a unsettling uh, cityscape. It looks to be a city that has been 
just completely overtaken by some kind of plague. It looks deserted, uh, but yet it looks like it should be deserted, a ghost town, uh, buildings barely standing, but yet you see people drawn into this painting, uh, moving, and you see them moving without any rhyme, I guess, rhyme or reason, I guess, I don't know if that's like the proper term to this, there, it just, it looks chaotic in a sense. And as it happens, you start to feel a, a, a burning sensation on your hand. And you get a, a, a mark, which what looks to be like a, um, like a weird arcane rune on your hand that, that's marked with an X. So basically is, um, anytime you try to cast any spells, you must roll a, 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 de a concentration check to see if you can successfully cast it. Oh yeah, that would have been pretty bad for Saul. So, after Nesso fails his saving throws for the painting, um, he goes out for n another attack uh, using his little steady combat maneuver combo. He manages to get off another good hit with some good good damage but he tries to go a little bit above and beyond and it tries to attempt a trip uh maneuver which uh thanks to his like investigator abilities he has um but sadly that backfires on him for he rose too too low on the combat maneuver check and it's punished by basically tripping himself up and he falls over uh, prone. Uh, he does use his move action to get up, which does provoke another or a attack of opportunity, which uh, which deals a good amount of damage to him. Uh, after that, we follow up with Zal. Uh, Zal pretty much walks up to um, Assad with uh, his cure light wounds in his hand and jabs that right into uh, Assad, basically. Okay, it is going to be uh, this turn. Alright, uh, I guess I'm using my wand to put cure light wounds on, uh, on Assad. Luckily, my UMD is now a plus 22 at this point, so it's legitimately impossible to to fail so 1d8 plus one of healing you heal three hit points oh fun uh wait does Assad refuse it because if you do you have to roll no, a will save no uh i'm not refusing it re remember what you <laughs> learned in first aid if they're unconscious you assume consent <laughs> for for healthcare purposes <laughs> I have just jumped out. I have just yelled at the top of my lungs that I'm going to jump, and then I jump and fall from a ten-story building. I land on the ground. You do not have my consent. <laughs> Wait, does John? Does Assad have a bracelet on there that says uh, "Does not that, accept yeah. medical uh, assistance because of religion"? Yeah, that's the point of "Do not resuscitate" uh, things. Um, okay, so. Um... It just an, it's it just is a better to accidentally save a life that does not want to be saved than to accidentally let someone <clears throat> die who didn't want to. Hey, quick question, because uh, I think we're... Uh, because uh, uh, Don has me gaslighting myself over here. Uh, Pathfinder, first edition, you just, you're still in the negative if you get health points, right? Yeah. Okay, just double checking. With round three, Mun starts off with walking over to uh, Anya. Because um, she's too far away for a five foot step, uh, he does use up his turn thanks to the subtle effect ca uh, cast by Zal and also does provoke an attack of opportunity from Nestle, but he does end up dodging that and manages to basically corner Anya in, in, in well, <laughs> in the corner, I guess, of the room. No pun intended, I guess. Um, with that, uh, it does move on to Assad's turn, but Assad is currently, um, under, uh, he's still in the negatives, 
And that moves over to uh, Anya's turn. Anya decides uh, to repeat the actions she did last time and loads up three more bombs. And she decides to play this dangerous game of uh, save the hit. And just like the first time, she throws a three bombs, does incur three attacks of opportunity from a good old Mun. But just like last time, one hits and two do miss uh, Mun. Uh, the good part of this is the, uh, I guess, the mischance uh, roll or the roll you have to do to see where the bomb lands uh, kind of worked out in Assault's favor as one of them does hit the back corner square of Zol, uh, no, sorry, of um, Mund's uh, little area, so just far away from where Assad can get hit, or would, wouldn't have to be worried about getting hit, but the second bomb does land right next to both, uh, right in between um, Assad and, uh, and Mun, which we basically come right back to the situation we were in the last turn, and basically Assad's life is yet again left up to a roll of a die will you uh, no wait if he fails it he dies on a 12 doesn't yeah i die yeah uh, i'm going to use a a david point here for him okay okay yeah you too nestle i mean if he die, he might just die here so if I, he does I, not I pass he dies all right yeah i'll use one too Thank you. I'm so sorry. The guys. Joker. That means you actually lose two rolls. Uh, nah, I didn't know the Jokers were anti-wild. They could lead to a squash <laughs> oh, spin on the well, slaps. I, I think I got it on my first. Hey, look, one of those is a nat twenty. Uh, you, or at least one. You know what? I give you a nat twenty. You actually flip over and fall down the stairs. Give me a quick reflex no. save for the fall damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think um actually that's acrobatics. Um. David, his his limp body just flops around like a fish. Then a saw <laughs> falls also falls down the stairs. <laughs> uh, so I I take six, right? Y yes. And you are dying <laughs> now. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Can I can I force feed him? In the, you can in force turn? feed anything, but that will also provoke an. Oh oh wait. Well, I'm not even close to. to... Is forcing a potion down someone's throat a full round action? Is it? That's what I was asking. I think so. Oh, then I wouldn't be able to do it. He's too, he's too far. Alright, uh, looks like we're going to use the, uh, the stall for a turn option that we have. Uh, and we're going to continue to deconstruct Mun's house. By... <laughs> <laughs> By, by casting stone shape. Uh, same, same proportions as last time, so two inch thick stone. God, how many times can you do this? I just want to prepare so I, I know. have two more th uh, third level spells left and four fourth level spells if I need to overcast it, which maybe the only fourth level spell I have that's useful in combat is Mind Thrust 4, which isn't useful in this combat. Okay, so you're sealing him back up, correct? The same way like it was done last session, yes. So, uh, we did accidentally miss uh, play turns here. So, right after this dangerous turn Assad had, uh, Zal did set up his safety move, or his stall return move, like Viv, Viv said, of uh, basically surrounding Mun once again in a chamber of stone basically um with the stone shape spell um then after that uh Nessel ended up going he did have to go before viv but uh again like i said we accidentally misplayed it but uh, uh Nessel ended up doing is basically taking out a potion and moving up to assad to be ready to administrate it on the beginning of his next turn uh, but basically, that rounded up round three, and we move over to round four. Uh, there, 
Mun, since he only had one action to do, again, thanks to slow, he tries to break one of the walls. I think it's the one that was facing behind him because that was the safest way to do uh, to escape this room or this or his this little chamber that was created around him uh, because the front one would have basically made him open to another bomb attack from Anya but um, he tries to break the wall from the back but sadly fails being his only action uh, move goes over to or the turn goes over to Assad Assad ends up failing his con save taking one more point of damage going down to 15 negative 15 almost close to that 18 mark which would have permanently killed him um, with that we move over to Anya and uh, Nestle's turn they both use their turn to force feed potions of healing tool uh, sorry, to uh, Assad uh, bringing him back up and conscience Zal, who in the previous turn, uh, once he had set up the wall around Mun, does move up and out of the way in case anybody uh, wanted to retreat, I guess. But more specifically, if Assad wanted to retreat, uh, still being in a pretty bad condition. Um, but uh, in the direction that Zal moved, uh, he does approach the same painting that Nestled first triggered, which ends up placing a curse on Zal after he fails to pass the save. Um, on the actual round four, um, Zal does take his turn to figure out what the what the effect was, which he finds out that it is a curse effect that is placed on him, and he then uh, goes and moves. In the direction of Mun, uh, in the process of activating his dequiring, which turns him invisible and creating three, sorry, no, wait, I think it was four clones of himself or four illusions of himself. Uh, with round five, uh, Mun manages to finally break the back wall, but his turn is immediately over due to the effect of slow. Uh, with that, we do move over back to Assad, who decides to move back to the staircase of where uh, Zal was previously, trying to stay back, a little bit afraid of, you know, the situations he has been put in, you know, almost being killed by uh, Mun, but more specifically, almost being killed by his friend, Anya. So he takes his turn, steps back, and stays and stays there for uh for round five so with that anya takes her turn um she maneuvers around uh the party to get line sight of mun uh, as she also readies three bombs to throw again this time at a safe distance from everyone else but what she doesn't realize is that she does she does step into the area or the area of effect of one of the paintings one of the first paintings that Nesso actually uh, activated she sadly fails her save and she starts uncontrollably dancing as her turn is basically ended and halted right there Nesso uh, decides to move into the direction of the painting had first triggered uh, walking up here, which is on the opposite side of the uh, opening to the staircase. Uh, there, he takes out a potion or an uh, extract of cure wounds just to help recover a few of the hit points that he had taken thanks to Mun. Uh, Zal decides to move up closer to Mun, uh, still keeping his distance uh, with his clones following right behind him. But to get good line of sight to cast Glue Seal, Mun manages to pass the Reflex save, uh, making him not be entangled or I think I think it's entangled. I don't remember if he gets a crap, grapple condition or if 
it's considered just entanglement. But he avoids the effect of uh, Glucio. And basically with that, we come to the end of round five, which brings round six up. On round six, uh, because there's no one near Mun, or at least no one that he can reach within you know, a five-foot step action, uh, he is forced to use his only action for the turn to walk up to Anya as he gets uh, he gets ready to do battle with her. Uh, with that, we then move on to Assad. Um, that is, uh, all he can do is just move because of uh, Zal. So Ed is going to be uh, John's turn. Uh, you know, I'm going to do something here. I'm going to at least try to be a little bit helpful if possible. Um, I don't know how much of use it's going to be, but I'm going to spend my uh, move action to get the throwing dagger out. Uh, would I be able to throw it this turn? Um, you could throw it, but you will take massive penalties. Because there's people in the way? Because you have two people in front of you, and plus you're, hit, you're throwing within melee. Throwing within melee? I'm nowhere near him. Uh, I'm sorry, you're throwing with a comp, uh, a uh, person in melee. So it'll be a total of minus, if I'm right, minus eight. I forgot I do have a way to deal damage. It's not you know a lot, I'll, but I can deal damage. I'll move here and part of the move action, grab the weapon out. You should okay. be able to do so, that in the same action. You can move mm -hmm. and withdraw at the same time, mm -hmm. the same round. Okay, and as you move up there, give me a will save. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Oh, Will's my worst one. Well, so I'm going to turn on the EDM. Twelve. Oh, no. Um, you start, Assad starts to dance. Like, no one's watching. He's got hey, horrible guys, should moves. I just start casting Stone Shape to cover the painting? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... Don, it is your turn. And now it is Nestle's turn. Oh, no. Well, I might be part of it soon. I mean, I have to pass by it. You already passed by that one. Oh, I did. Yeah, you're right. You cleared this one and this one on your first time going up. Now you cleared this, the one on the top. Uh, the, the the arcane one, which you failed. Yeah, that one's already cleared for you. Uh, 5, 10, 15... Oof, attack. attack of opportunity. Uh, I think I, yeah, I actually missed this attack. Uh, study combat him as swift action. 21 is a miss, right? Uh, 21 is... Wait, is he still doing flat-footed? No. He doing... Yeah, it's a miss. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to attack him. Can I do this as well, by the way? Hold on. That's a question I may not be able to answer. Can I use vital strike as well? Because I should be able to, right? All right. That's a 28 to hit. 28? That's a hit. 23 plus 5. 28 points of damage to him. 28 points of damage? Yeah, and since I did Vital Strike, I have to make another attack at the highest base bonus. I thought Vital Strike gave you extra damage. Was it? I thought it was a, I thought it was a different attack, but is it not part of it? I think if, if it's... It, doesn't it specifically no. say if you take one attack... You deal extra damage. damage. You do, um, whenever you use a, hold on. Whenever you uh, use the attack action, you can make one attack at your highest base attack bonus that deals additional, yeah, it's additional damage. It, ba it basically gives you somewhat of a crit, half crit. Um, so how much damage is it in total? Alright, so hold on. That was 12, 27, 27 plus 5. 27 plus 5 is, uh... 27 plus 5 should be 32. Yeah, 32. 32 points of damage. Oh, yeah, and he's sickened. Uh, he is sickened? Okay, cool. Um, okay, so before we keep keep going on, um, he does get an attack of opportunity uh, against Anya because the effect you're under, you're dancing <laughs> within his, uh, his attack range, which provokes attack of opportunity. Oh, no! Um, that will be a hit with a 30. And, uh, uh, it will be, uh, 12, wait, yeah, 12 points of damage. No, it is Viv's turn. Alright, if I'm counting correctly, yeah, I went, spell moved over there, blue sealed. So I think this is my last invisible turn, if I'm counting right. You withdrew towards him. 
Yes, I'm aware of how weird it works. The expeditious retreat works the same way for some reason. So yeah, you used glue sealed last turn, and that was one turn of your visibility. Yeah, and I'm counting the withdrawal as part of it because the withdrawal is the trigger action. Okay. This is another third level spell, and I'm not sure that covering the painting will stop the dancing. <laughs> also, I have to make a concentration check for a third level spell. Is a 28 good enough, or do I just lose the spell? Uh, just enough. Alright, and we will use the remaining stone that was previously encasing Machnium Mun to cover up this painting. Oh yeah, there's no way you can really fail these uh, concentration checks. Oh. I mean, I, I guess you have to cast pretty... You, you have to cast a lot higher spell levels. Uh, spells to, to fail. Yeah, the, the catch is concentration checks require go based off of your level and your modifier. Mm -hmm. So with a 28 intelligence, which is obscene. I'm not going to lie. When I said understanding, I thought it was going to be a wisdom. You're good. Okay, so this painting is covered. Can I cover more paintings with that much stone? The thing is, the connection was definitely broken, though, so I have less stone to work with. Like, uh, because he had to break down the wall, there's less than 20 square foot, or not square foot, uh, cubic feet of stone. But if I make it thin enough, I might be able to cover up this one. I can, in fact, cover two. I can't cover three. So I'd also like to cover this one. And that'll be Zal's turn, after which he becomes visible. And the decoys dissipate. So, with Zal... Um, covering up the paintings with another use of uh, stone shape. That brings an end to round six, and we get into round seven. As it starts off with uh, Anya taking some pretty massive damage here. Mun starts off the turn with giving a massive punch towards Anya, dealing, like I said, pretty good damage, but it's only the first part. As we skip over um, Assant, uh, Assant's turn, for he is stuck dancing, just like Anya. And uh, we also then move over to Anya's turn. And because she is dancing within Mun's, uh, I guess, range or within his attack of opportunity range, um, she is pretty much hit with another attack of opportunity by Mun, which deals another massive amount of damage towards Anya. Still, surprisingly, uh, surprisingly, she still stays up, but she does take some good, good amount of damage. After that, Nestle then steps up with, uh, or steps up to, um, to Mun, uh, to, you know, Taking more than a five-foot step, which provokes an attack of opportunity, which he kind of tanks that hit, uh, just healing uh, a few turns previous to this. Um, but yeah, he makes it up, uh, sets up his combo with Steady Strike and all that good stuff, and lands a pretty good hit. Uh, with that, then it goes into Zal's turn. So... Just like we mentioned, uh, just like he just mentioned, after covering the paintings up, uh, Zal decides to get into this battle and uh, whips out his bombs, uh, knowing that a direct hit may not be possible or may not lead to success. Uh, Zal goes for the splash damage instead. That brings an end to round seven, which starts up round eight, which just like the previous one, starts off with Mun just knocking Anya out with one more attack, just low enough to stay within the comfort zone of not dead, but pretty low. And uh, this is also when I get shamed for my uh, disappointment of not successfully killing someone. Sometimes it's a DM's job to kill, and I haven't been able to. Uh, I haven't been able to participate in that activity in a while. Um, at least 
in a manner that actually matters. We don't count the dreamlands. Those don't count. I was about to have like a win here. It's like I haven't been able to truly kill anyone. Isn't uh, a win creating a collaborative story with your players? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's y'all win. My win is to kill, kill y'all. Wait, isn't your uh, win to complete the story? <laughs> you have yeah, to How many teams that. can say they've completed an entire adventure path? Man, Avengers Endgame would have been fucking weird if Doorman showed up because Tony Stark was dead. And with this, we basically come to the very end. Um, Mun takes a five foot step back, but Nestle, uh, well, first we do end up skipping um, Assad's turn. He's dancing. Uh, Anya loses uh, one point for failing her con save. With both of their turns basically passed, uh, Nestle, five foot steps up next to uh, Mun, unleashing two more attacks. One uh, ends up missing, second one hits. Sadly, the damage is not quite enough to take Mun out, but Zal, with another bomb, manages to not roll a natural one, and the splash damage is just enough to knock him out and that pretty much summed up the battle so i will say by editing the episode in this style i realized that we we tend to sidetrack a lot just in conversations because i just edited and i just edited an episode that took us two hours or two and a half hours to record down to barely an hour I mean, the only reason it's close to an hour is because I'm adding these, you know, snippets of information or transitions, I guess, to the next scene. But everything got pretty much summed up in like 40-ish minutes, which I will say I am sad that, you know, we did lose the audio and we had to do this kind of a recap episode, I guess. But I hope it was still somewhat enjoyable um i didn't just want to jump on here and decide oh like oh we did this we did this we did that and that's it so i thought maybe just by kind of explaining parts and adding the audio of the actual recording of what i do have that made this recap a little bit more enjoyable i guess or at least more tolerable but um if it didn't then i do apologize again we couldn't fix the audio problems in time to get the episode out on time so we had to resort to this uh hopefully this doesn't happen again and um and uh and you won't have to worry about having to have another episode like this but nonetheless next episode episode technically 30 139 will be back to normal uh, I double checked it to make sure all the audio is correct and at least from what I have heard everything's good so uh, with that it is recording day to day so I'm excited I have to get ready for that so I will just leave y'all with a farewell and we'll see you or you'll hear us next time